So good morning. Welcome to another podcast in our series on Heaven at Hand. Uh, you know, last week, last time we spoke about uh, obedience and the fact that obedience is better than sacrifice. And please go and listen to that. And you'll realize that none of these podcasts are unique in its own. It all links together because we talk about the kingdom of God. We talk about the kingdom is not just about one thing. The kingdom is what it means to be in the household of God, what it means to be in his kingdom, and what it means to serve the Lord. So it's important that you just go back to all our previous podcasts and there's more to follow. But this morning we're going to talk about honor. And, you know, yesterday our beloved pastor, Carl, he's our apostolic leader for Cross Culture City Church. He went to be with the Lord and went home. And interesting, the last discussion I had with him over lunch, you know, before he became ill, was about honor. And I believe it's so apt that, you know, it's so important to him, and I know it's important to the Lord. And that's why we're talking about honor this morning. Now, early in this ministry, we uh, we actually, we went through a course called Honor's Reward, and John Bevere wrote the book called Honor's Reward. And we actually had the TV series or the, the video series, and we took our, our, uh, our life group leaders, our life groups through this Honor's Reward, and really sort of drilled the concept and the principle into them. But we all know that that's not a course in itself, it's not going to do it for you. So it's all about having the revelation of Holy Spirit to understand our honor. And you'll see as we go through this uh, topic this morning, that, you know, with our democratic mindsets, it's very, very challenging for us. And I think you must really ask Holy Spirit to help you to understand honor. Mm. And I think because we've already got a limit in our thinking, and I believe Holy Spirit is the only one that can help you to understand honor. But today we're very privileged to have uh, Pastor John Crampton with us. He's the senior pastor of Breakthrough Life Church. He's also the Apostolic Leader of the Foundation Ministries International. Welcome, John. Thank you. Thank you. It's really good to be with you. Thanks, Don. Thanks awesome, for inviting awesome, awesome. Yeah. Again, we have Pastor Kobus von Skalkwijk uh, from Cross Culture City Church. He's been a regular with us. And yes. Welcome, Kobus. Thank you very much. It's awesome. Good to be here. Awesome. Again, my name is Don Turvey. I'm the Senior Pastor here at Cross Culture City Church. And it's such a privilege to just host this this podcast this morning so let's just jump in Quibus, mm. if you can maybe just talk us way back in the old testament one of the first times you know where god really took this whole thing about honor or dishonor mm. very seriously yes so so in my preparations for this podcast um one of the first stories that came to mind mm. was the specific incidents in um numbers chapter 12 uh and, and it has to do with Moses and Aaron and um, Miriam. And so this this um, specific story uh, has been something that has stayed with me and uh, something that has really made an uh, impression on me. Mm. And um, so I'd, I'd like to just talk a little bit about it. So in Numbers chapter 12, um, uh, Aaron and Miriam uh, is, um, speaks, speaks against Moses. And they and they and they dishonor Moses 
with their with their words and their thoughts, and it has to do with the wife that um, that Moses took. Um, but there's but there's this um, specific verse. Uh, it, this is from verse four to eight, Numbers twelve, verse four to eight, uh, where where God responds to this. Now, um, back in those days, there there was a tabernacle, and there was uh, there was a certain way that God manifested Himself. Mm. It was very specific to the to the tabernacle, and um, there, there was there was a very specific protocol for those who wanted to go into the presence of the Lord. And there were these priests, and, and all of these rules and regulations. Um, you know, it, it, it was very specific. Mm. Um, but now, in verse four to eight, um, it says. Suddenly the Lord said to Moses. Now there's another translation that actually uses the word um, immediately. So there was a quick response from God. It says, Suddenly the Lord said to Moses, Aaron and Miriam, Come out, you three, to the tabernacle of meeting. So the three of them came out. Then the Lord came down in a pillar of cloud and stood at the door of the tabernacle. So this time... God's not waiting in the in the holy of holies um, for a meeting. He actually stood at the door of the tabernacle and addressed them. Sure. And he said, and he called Aaron and Miriam. And they both went forward and he said to them, Hear now my words. If there is a prophet among you, I the Lord make myself known to him in a vision. I speak to him in a dream. Not so with my servant Moses. He is faithful in all my house. I speak with him face to face, even plainly and not in dark sayings. And he sees the form of the Lord. And then there's the sentence. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? Mm. So I, I get the impression here that God takes this honor very seriously. Mm. And he doesn't want dishonor to be part of his kingdom I don't think that's a kingdom expression at all mm. I really feel that that from this that uh, honor for me is is really foundational to kingdom it's something that God wants in his house God wants us to honor each other yeah and to honor him and for for, for this to be part of God's people um, is, is this needs to be a kingdom expression honor and God speaks against this immediately. When there was dishonor, he, he immediately um, dealt with it and mm. uh, addressed it. And yeah. um, so that's one of the, one of the first impressions I've I, I, I have when I think about this topic of honor. Yeah. Something that stayed with me, and yeah, and I'm on this journey, and God is helping us, and God's helping me, and um, yeah. So, so it looks like you're getting it right, Corvus, because you haven't had any leprosy. So <laughs> wow. I'm guessing that you, you're doing, you're doing it's well. It's working well. so far. It's working. Yeah, so it really has made an impression and has kept you. Yeah, yeah but, I'm, but I'm on a journey and, um, you know, uh, there, there were times that I, that I have been dishonorable. And, but, but the Holy Spirit um, has helped me and, and, and has convicted me and, and we're growing and learning. Wow, yeah. But I but I really feel that this is so foundational um, to uh, kingdom ex um, expression and um, yeah may may God help us. Mm. Amen. Amen. Brilliant. Maybe maybe it's a good time to just talk about what's the definition of honor yeah. know, before we actually jump in because we're going to talk a lot about honor. What does it actually mean in the Greek work? It's it's timi. It's actually spelled time. But um, 
It talks about it's valuable. It's something that's valuable, precious, weighty. But it also means appreciation. It means esteem, favorable regard, respect. So that's the sort of definition of what that word honor means. So it's a very comprehensive word. And John, you had a thought that it's also something about time. Yeah, well, I mean, in, in that sort of uh, transliteration, so to speak. But this, this thing of we value people, we honor people. Yeah. when we actually give of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the, the most precious resources we have to give is time. Yeah. Yeah. So we honor people when we give them time. We honor the Lord when we give Him time. Yeah. Uh, we we um, break away from our own selfishness yeah. when we give time and attention and focus. Uh, and it's a way of... of um, demonstrating in a very practical way that we actually are giving honor yeah. and uh, and going way beyond just uh, sort of lip service. But you know, at the moment you say that I'm thinking of our current culture with this whole social media and whatever, where people would actually sit together and look at their phones, right. yeah, and not actually be present. Yeah. So they're somewhere else. Um, you know that whole principle of you know that I'm actually here with you. Hmm. So now I want to honor you and actually giving you the time and, and the focus. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I want to go to the New Testament in Mark, where Jesus, uh, he came into the synagogue and he was, uh, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given to him that such mighty works are performed by his hands? Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, Joseph? Judas and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us? So they were offended at him. So yeah, he was preaching in his in his hometown, hmm. and people because they knew how he was growing up and they knew the family and whatever, they just battled to get their heads around that this is actually the Son of God. And and Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives and in his own house. And this, then the statement, and he could do no mighty works there, except that he lays his hand on a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. And then the thing is, there was this honor for Jesus because of familiarity. Mm. They knew him. So they knew he was a carpenter's son, you know, the son of Mary. And, and uh, didn't he grow up among us? And so that familiarity actually then translated into dishonor. And because of the dishonor, the Son of God, which it, it fascinates me, this is the Son of God, couldn't do mighty works because of the unbelief, because of the dishonor that happened there. And I don't know if you've experienced this in your ministry, where, <laughs> where on the one end you receive honor and what happens, and dishonor. Maybe let's just talk a little bit about that. And yeah, Donna, I think that's a very very important thing that you you raise particularly when it comes into the way in which we relate to one another in a ministry setting because uh, mm. we're talking you know the family of god mm. and how we we receive or are received um in in a setting of believers mm. and um, and so when when we've been invited to come in and to share something and and to to serve to minister where it is 
very clear that there is tremendous value, honor. Mm. Uh, it's like it opens a doorway uh, to another level of release of authority and anointing in the Lord, in the Spirit. Yeah. Um, that there's a there's an openness in people's lives. So honor opens things in people's lives, but also it opens things in the spiritual realm. And so you're able to connect people to what the Lord's wanting to do in a more powerful and a more impactful way. And uh, and, and conversely, and, and Corbus, I'm, I'm sure you've experienced the same thing as well. But when you go into a place and, I mean, you're there on invitation, but you, you're not received in any particular way. All right, we... We're giving you the microphone, but but that's about it, you know. Mm. And uh, it's almost as though you have to work three times as hard to accomplish the same kind of, say, flow of ministry, yeah. mm. because there isn't a, a receptiveness or an openness mm. in people's hearts and minds, um, because it's as though dishonor can close. Yeah doors honor can open doors I, yeah. I'm not sure if I'm explaining this well yeah, oh, yeah I think you do well I'm, I'm thinking of a, of a very specific example John um, I remember going to to Zambia once um, we, were, we were on a mission and I think there was this one specific conference we needed to attend and uh, I don't know if this has happened to you before but the person who then introduces you um, it almost feels like they're introducing somebody else it feels like who's this guy they're talking about? <laughs> great guy, <apparently. laughs> and uh, it's it's almost like kind of a semi-pressure situation because you feel like now I need I probably need to deliver on <laughs> that, that to match <laughs> the, the, the introduction. <laughs> the build-up has been big. Yeah, but there's something in that though that um, that I have seen, and it's 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 almost like you. Um, like you pray for people and they get healed, or you you, you speak and people listen, people respond, and and, and it's almost and, and it has to do with honor. It's it's almost like they're pulling something out of you mm. that that God's placed on you, right. and and even to my surprise at times I, I would uh, you know like like in that specific scenario, we would pray for the sick and they would get healed. There would be miracles that that that's almost like you only see it there, right. and it but it has to do with with the way that that you were received. It has to do with the way that 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 the people honored you, that specific audience on, honored you, or that specific church honored you, and that I mean, like with this church in Zambia, for example, when we uh, when we arrived on the premises, they wouldn't let us carry our own bags. Um, they would like take your bags from you and. Uh, wash your Which hands. Strange, strange for us. I mean, in a yeah, sense, I, I, you, you want to do your own thing. You yeah, know? I, um, I was fine carrying my own bag, and but they wouldn't let me. And then, and then they would wash my hands as I, as, as we eat, and and let us eat first, and, and you know, you know that kind of um, scenario, and hmm. um, which was very uncomfortable for me. But I realized that I needed to receive that because if if I if I was if I wasn't going to go along with it, I was going to take something away from them. Mm. Um, but but mm. it's 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 difficult when you're not used to it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm also thinking, Don, in the context of week in and week out, as you are ministering to the people, and then we get that thing of familiarity. Mm. Yeah. And the honor, or perhaps lack thereof, 
in in the context of the home fellowship, the home church. Yeah. Yeah. And where honor um, isn't, you, you, you know, like if there's a visiting speaker, <laughs> then very often as a people, as a congregation, we can we can up our honor meter. Yeah. yeah. There's an expectation. And an expectation. Yeah. But if oh, you know, it's just done again. Yeah. You know, we had him last week and the week before. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, same old, same old. Right. Um, you know. So I, I, let me just say from from my perspective that it's it's really hard to be able to help people and to shepherd them because of lack of honor because it it almost <coughs> as though it closes them down yeah. to um, sort of, I, I, I suppose, a, a level of energizing in the realm of the spirit mm. for faith to mm. to increase, to trust the Lord for breakthroughs on their behalf. Mm. Yeah. I'm not sure if... Yeah. No, but I think what you're saying is, I mean, you think about Jesus' ministry, there would be people in the room that honored him, Mm. and they would receive from him. They would be in the same room, people that criticize him and receive zero. Yes. And the same applies to any setting. One would think about lunch and the other one would have a major revelation and encounter with God. Mm. Same message, same delivery, same environment, same heat or cold from the aircon or whatever. You know, so it, it's not about that. It's about where they at in their hearts. And I think this is the, the thing here. It's about honor unlocks things. Yes. But I think, Gubbis, if we can just talk about, I mean, honor doesn't stand on its own, you know. Yeah. Humility comes into and other things. <clears throat> so um, something we, that we spoke about um, before this recording is that it really feels as if um, these different topics that we're talking about, if you can call them topics, um, humility, obedience, the, the fear of the Lord, all these things that we're talking about on the podcast, it's, it, it is as if they all flow together. They all work together. They all connect mm. with each other. Can't stand on its and, own. And <laughs> uh, I don't think we need to isolate one specific um, topic and sp- only speak on this topic because they all work together. And, um, you know, when, when we speak about honor, we have to speak about humility, mm. for example, because they go hand in hand. And you have to speak about love and you have to speak about all these things, obedience. Yeah. Um, so, so in Proverbs... Uh, Chapter 18, verse 12, in the message, um, you know, the, the Word of God says this. It says, pride first, then the crash. But humility is a precursor to honor. True. And uh, so if, if, if we want to be honorable towards people, then we need to be humble. We need to humble ourselves. And those two go hand in hand. So if it's going to be you know forms of pride in your heart and um, you know certain way that you view people or you view yourself it's going to be extremely difficult really to be honorable i mean we can fake it mm. we can say the right things at the right time mm. but in your heart there's no honor mm. yeah. and um, th- there's a, there's another scripture proverbs 22 verse 4 it says um, humility is the fear of the lord sure. it all um, comes so, together so humility is the precursor to honor Humility is the fear of the Lord. Its wages are riches and honor and life. Mm. So they all flow together. And I love the way that, that these kingdom expressions flow together. 
Mm. Yeah. As a package. But it's also about esteem. You think about humility. What is humility? Is esteem others higher than yourself? Mm. I mean, then it becomes easy. If I really esteem you higher than myself, then it won't be difficult for me to, to honor you. If I mm. esteem God higher than myself, of course, you know, I yeah. need to honor Him. Yeah. Yeah. And the same applies to everybody else. Yeah. Let's just talk about yeah. the, the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, where, where does honor come from? <laughs> well, right, right in the. So. Paul, he's writing to the Romans in chapter 12. And it's this massive chapter about be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what your acceptable worship, it's every part of you. It's your present every aspect of, of yourself as a living sacrifice, spiritual worship. And you're going to discern what God's will is and so on. And then he goes on, he says, by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to sure. think, but to think with sober judgment in each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. And he talks about we're all, you know, members of the body and uh, we belong to each other. We've got different functions and so we're serving and we've got different gifts and all these different things. And then in verse 9, same chapter, let love be genuine. Abhor, hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor. Don't be slothful in zeal, but be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord, you know, all these things. And I just see Paul just taking all these ingredients that we've been speaking about. And he's kind of like, you know what? A cake isn't made of just one ingredient. It's all these different components added together. And when we bake it, it creates this thing that is, is beautiful. That's good. Mm. And, and, you know, so in terms of spiritual language, we talk about fruit, good fruit, but it's roots and it's the stock, the stem, it's the leaves, it's the fertilizing, it's the rain, it's the weeding. It's, it's all these things coming into it. Absolutely. Yeah. And so within our own lives, you know, it, it stems from the core. And I think this is what Paul is saying. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you rate yourself? How do you think about yourself? How do you think about others? Mm-hmm. And it comes from that internal place of love. Mm-hmm. So when we transform by the Spirit and we, we uh, you know, we want to be reflecting the values, the attitudes of the kingdom. You know, heaven at hand is like it's applying to me. It's not just some external concept, but it's it's transforming and it's changing yeah. my life. Yeah. So I'm living from the inside out. Mm. I think Paul is saying that, you know, think about yourself soberly mm. with the right valuation, not too low and not too high. Because mm. if you think of yourself too low, you won't appreciate what God has put inside of you. Yes. God has put great gifts inside of every single one of so us. So don't demean yourself. Right. <laughs> because to, in order for me to give honor, I must know who I am. Yes. To be able to honor appropriately. Yes. And so um, honor isn't just some kind of hierarchical pecking order. It actually is flowing from the heart. It's yeah. like love one another deeply. It's as we hold on to the good... We can outdo each other by showing honor. Wow, sure. So it's a flow of the heart. It's a flowing 
sort of upwards, if I can put it like that. It's a flowing horizontally one to another, but it's flowing to others that perhaps are less mature in the Lord mm-hmm. or actually are unbelievers. Yeah. That we, yeah. we're not just regarding this as some kind of a, a ladder of success and only the people at the top mm. uh, need to be shown honor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because then I think we're missing this thing of it flows from the heart outwards to everyone. Yeah. 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 Wow. But you know, in Isaiah 29, linking up to that, you talk about the heart where God says, <clears throat> Inasmuch as these people draw near with their mouths and honor me with their lips, but they've removed their hearts far from me, and their fear towards me is taught by the commandment of men. So point, the, the thing is, it comes from the heart. Honor, mm-hmm. you can't fabricate it. You mm-hmm. can't, you know, clothe it in a set. I can't make it if I honor you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's not real, then it's, you know, it's, it's actually meaningless. It's yeah. got to be something, it's a real, where I, like I said, I esteem you, mm-hmm. you esteem me, yeah. but it's important that I know who I am, like you just said. And I think that, so, it's also about our relationship with the Lord. Mm. And, um, you know, do we honor Him because we want stuff from Him? Or do we really honor Him for who He is and know who I am, you know? Yeah. And I think that's that's the, the crux here for me. Um, uh, absolutely, Don. Um, Matthew 15, verse 8, Jesus uh, quotes those words. He says, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. And uh, I can't help to think about worship when I read those words. You know, I'm 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 Not a worshiper. You're a worship leader. I'm a worshiper. <laughs> I, worship ministry worship leader. I I mean, it's something that's so passion. I'm so passionate about, and I love so much. And uh, you know, f- for me to sing a worship song, um, I can sing as loud as I as I want. I can jump up and down and, and clap my hands and dance and. I do all kinds of things, um, but but even in that, my heart can be far from God. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean I'm honoring God with my heart. Um, I can put up a show and and know the words to the song, and you know, um, I, I can put up a face and do all these things, but it doesn't mean that that I'm really worshiping God. It doesn't mean that my heart, that from my heart, I'm mm. really honoring God. Mm. Um, because maybe for me, and then I'm just I'm just thinking out loud and just really talking about myself. You know, w- w- um, what about lifestyle? You know, what about the way I treat people? What you know, what what happens apart from this worship session? Because mm. in the worship session, there's an atmosphere, there's lights and, and and there's people and there's a vibe and there's music and there's there's all these things. And yes, with my lips, I can sing the right songs at the right time. But uh, honor, Jesus says, honor is from the heart. Yeah. Uh, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Mm. And that's something that I've that I've just held dear and and uh, just really to to worship and to honor God from the heart, and also people to honor people from the heart. It's the easiest thing for me to um, to have a conversation with somebody and with my words. Uh, you know, tell them how nice they are, and you know, and uh, agree with them, and say nice things to them, and you know, honor them with my lips. But I know in my heart there's no honor, and I can turn around and, and I can gossip and talk 
uh, you know, talk about them behind their backs and say things about them and even think things about them mm. that doesn't line up with my words. Mm. And I and I think that's the whole issue with with, with honor. Mm. Uh, I can fake it. I can with my lips look as if I'm honoring people, but that's not kingdom expression. That's not what God is saying about mm. honor. Yeah, mm. but I, I think that the point therein is that there's no release. You will not receive anything from that person, and you will not receive from God. So it's it's almost like you're blocking yourself in that place of dishonor, which is exactly what happened here with the people in Nazareth. They, they didn't receive from Jesus of dishonor, you know. Let's talk about them a little bit about the culture of honor and mm. um, thoughts on that. You know, how do you create a culture? And you know, is it is that what we should create? <laughs> Or is it there's something more than culture? Well, um, it, it was Danny Silk um, who um, uh, wrote the book. It's, it's a, it's a um, culture of honor hmm. from Bethel. And there's this quote um, from Bill Johnson. And I love Bill Johnson quotes. I really do. Um, uh, he says uh, that, that a culture of honor um, is celebrating who a person is without stumbling over who they're not mm-hmm. and uh, but good. but but then this this quote uh, I, I think really has to do with uh, with the community of people with the church with, with people being being you know in that in that in that culture where there's a specific culture of honor and uh, but John you you mentioned something on that that I think is just so important that we that we talk about this mm. um, that we that we go beyond culture um, yeah you know, I think that what uh, what those guys have done fantastically well is is um, is is build a generation, if I can put it like that, who actually value those who are in spiritual authority. Yeah. Where there is a secular culture that tears down whoever is in a position of leadership or authority mm. and uh, and you know you you tolerate the boss but you don't honor the boss yeah. you know you tolerate those who are in government or secular leadership positions but you you actually don't honor them and so that kind of thinking can easily creep into the church mm. you know when we when we say that we are you know we're all called and we all hear God's voice then well I don't need you you know it's just me and Jesus yeah. And so we can actually have a a society, a, a church society, mm. call it a church culture, mm. where there actually is not esteeming, valuing, or honoring mm. those who are in spiritual leadership. Mm. And I think that this is one of the things that they've done particularly well, yeah. is, you know, we want to receive the prophet's reward, and we probably head into that as, a, as another di- aspect of this discussion just now. But... You know, to actually recognize that God has given people as a gift to us. And God has given them understanding. He's given them revelation. They've grown in the Lord. And to recognize that and to to honor that in order to receive and to draw from that. And and so when you are going counterculture, you've actually got to swing really hard, you know, to bring things back into a balance. Where there, there has been, um, I mean, pretty much every film, um, you know, TV, sitcom, whatever it is, 
Yeah. You know, the guy, who, the, the Holy Joe, the preacher, is, is, a, is a joke. Yeah, he's a joke. Yeah. You know, there's, there's kind of like, oh my goodness, no one's going to listen to that person or follow that person. So the, the tide in media and entertainment is, is to, to comprehensively destroy and pull down any honor for somebody who is ministering serving in a in a spiritual environment and so building up this culture of honor within the household of faith is an extremely important um, value that has been missing from many different church expressions and so I think we want to recognize and we want to honor (laughs) the contribution around the culture of honor within the house the household of faith. Yeah. I think what we also want to do is we want to take that thing further. And I think Don, you were alluding to this. Like, yeah. so is there is there more to it than just what's happening in the house? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And um, and I think we actually probably want to look at a lifestyle of honor. Yes. That we are honoring parents. We're honoring our spouses. We're we're honoring the, the the boss we're honoring the the cashier in in the supermarket we're honoring the waiter right we are we speaking to them like they are a, they were created in god's image yeah now they might have fallen from that you know with skew bent because of sin fallen nature but ultimately they god's that's right child in the sense that God created every single human being. And do we have honor for an individual who's got a very different belief system at this point? They may hopefully come into the kingdom then to become brothers and sisters, but they're pre-Christian. Do I have honor for the person who's driving the taxi, who is not behaving the way I like. You're really stressing Whoa. it for some people. Hey. <laughs> but but isn't this isn't this actually what what this is about to provoke us? Yeah. Um, you know, because you know, Quibus, you you were started out by saying, "You, this is a deep thing that we're working on in the heart." Yeah. yeah. And there, there there are times when we're getting it right, and there are times when we're kind of like we are way off. Yeah. And I just you know found myself as I was reflecting on. On our time today, it's like whoa! This is like pointing back at me mm. and my attitudes as to how I'm dealing with people. Mm. Say, for example, political leaders yeah. who are um, espousing things that I think are absolutely atrocious. But is there some honor? As someone who's been created in God's image, mm. even and if the they, position that they hold, it could be the position that they hold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think what you're talking about when Jesus talks, I mean, and I love if you go from the Old Testament to the New Testament, and mm. if you think about the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus takes the law and he says, "Guys, don't think I've, I've nullified the law. I'm just taking it one step further." Yo. So I'm really now going to go right into the heart, okay? Mm. So he's taking it not 
just a notch up. It basically saying this is what kingdom living is all about. Yes. And and it's important that we 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 regard when we talk about honor, it must be in that context. Right. So I think of of, of you know honor you know, when people think of honor they think upwards. Mm. But honor doesn't work upwards. Honor works upwards, it works sideways, it works down. Mm. And I think of Matthew ten. In Matthew ten Verse 40, Jesus says, He who receives or honors you receives honors me. Mm. If you take that word receive, basically receive him, you receive Jesus or you receive those that he sent. Mm. And I think, and that sometimes God sends us a, an answer in a package that we don't recognize. Oh, we my think they, yeah, oh. so let, let oh. Lord, I mean, surely, I mean, if you send me an answer, this is a big one. It cannot come from that person. It, it just, I can't receive it from that person. But this is the thing that Jesus says, He who receives you, receives or honors me. And he who receives or honors me, receives him who sends uh, me. He who honors a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. Now we talk about the reward component of this. Right. And um, he who honors a righteous man, which is my peer, the person just around me, uh, in the name of a righteous man, shall receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever honors these little ones, only with a cup of water, in the name of a disciple, surely I say you, he shall by no means lose his reward. And I think this is the thing that Jesus is saying, guys, this is not just about the hackers. And I think this, when, when people think about culture of honor, maybe sometimes they think this is like it works. So it's all about authority and it's all about leadership, but it's a lot more than that. Yeah. You talk about a lifestyle of honor, meaning that I need to esteem others. It doesn't matter who they are. Right. It doesn't matter who they are, what color, what creed, and background, the religion, or whatever, is they made in the image of God, yes. and therefore I need to honor them. It's recognizing the God potential in people. Yes. Even before they've blossomed yes and and for me there was an experience in my life you know I'm, I was trained as a mining engineer and I started work and way back I don't want to put, give the year but it's a long time ago but I, I started working and I I, I I got this team and they just were non-performers I mean I really really struggled with them and you know I went, I'm this you know trained engineer you know this bright spark you know, that knows it all type of thing, and these guys just wouldn't work with me. And uh, and I, I remember one night, you know, I worked night shift at the time, and I just cried before God, and I said, Lord, what's going on here? And God says to me, you're dishonoring them. So what do you mean? He says, do you know who you're talking to? So what do you mean? He says, some of those people are leaders in the, he may be a, an operator of a piece of equipment, but he's actually a leader. He's a father, number one. He may be a, 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 a tribe leader. He may be many things. You're mm. dishonoring them by the way you talk to them. Yeah. And I had a wake-up call that night. Mm. I went back to them and I said, guys, whoa, can we start all over? You know, I know I came in here, know it all, and want to tell you how to do stuff. Can we do, do it over? Can you? I'm a new guy. Wet behind the ears. Can you help me, because obviously you've been in this situation a long time, can you help me by showing me how we actually should do this? 
they obviously didn't believe me at first because they thought, you know, this is just a, a ploy to get them to do stuff. But eventually they, they got that I actually wanted to know who they are. Mm. And it changed the whole situation around where I started to realize, then I, I saw this one guy, you know, it's not a high, in the hierarchy of the operation doing a, a very important job. But this guy is a chief. When he goes back to his place of, 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 of his dwelling, people bow to him. Mm. And I talk to him like he's nothing. Mm. You know, and I, and I realized that that dishonor mm. basically blocked everything from this person. Or dishonor. The moment I started with honoring, mm. it brought things out of them. They started, it was almost like they wanted to impress me of what they can do and what, what capabilities. And eventually we actually worked well together. Mm. And then I realized the point principle about, you know, this is not like this. Yes, they must honor me. Almost, I must force it on them type of thing. But if it doesn't come from here, it's not going to work. Right. But I need to honor them. And that unlocked something in them, yes. which actually created an environment. And I think that's the point about lifestyle of honoring. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So it really takes the bar up there. You know? it, it does. I um, perhaps some some thoughts around honour within uh, a local church expression. You know, honour can be extracted, and then it becomes a ritual. It becomes external. Yeah. Uh, honour me with the lips. Yeah. but not from the heart and we've seen uh, some unfortunate examples where church leaders require demand respect honor in in you know certain ways protocols you you may not speak to me until I first speak, speak to you uh, you may not um, you know, step into my office you may not shake my hand you may not this or, or, or different places have got different things it it looks a little bit different but it, it's it's the it's it's the spirit and where i think where there are insecure leaders they demand they extract what looks like honor but it's actually servitude sure. whereas i think genuine biblical honor is given and it's freely given yeah. because there's a heart connection, there's trust. And um, so I'm, th I'm thinking in terms of those who are in, in church leadership, let's say. Uh, let, let's talk about that because that's often how this plays out in our Christian walk. If we gather together, how do we treat one another? How do we treat those who are shepherding the, the flock? And scripture speaks in intangible ways too about double honor for those whose work is, you know, preaching, teaching, leading in that way. Um, because these these are going to be judged at a higher <laughs> higher level. Yeah. Um, it's kinda of like, Oh my goodness, when I when I saw that scripture, it's kinda of like mm -mm, I actually don't want this job. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not so so uh, keen to rush in for for this leadership thing because of the the higher levels of accountability yeah. before yeah. the Lord, the higher levels of His judging, and so on. But in the context of what does it look like 
to actually show appreciation, show value, show honor within the context of the body, uh, there need to be some practical things as well. Because it's not just, hey, we're okay with the concept, but we don't actually implement it in any way. There, there does need to be some, some tangible, visible expression to what honor looks like. Yeah. You know, honor must look like something. Yeah. It can't just be this nebulous concept yeah. that actually nobody can observe with their eyes. That Yes, it's flowing from the heart. So it's not from the external. It starts, it initiates from the heart. Yeah. So it is given, it's not extracted. Yeah. But some, if it's given, what does that look like? And, um, and so I think there are some, some tangible expressions sure. that, that go with that. Um, in terms of, you know, uh, we, we're, we're not going to treat you in a way that is shabby. Uh, we, we're not going to give you second best. Um, you know, my, my, my dad was in a denominational church setting for many years and he used to talk about his Batman outfit with his dog collar and all the rest of it. <laughs> And um, and unfortunately, in those days, there was a very strong poverty mentality in the church. And uh, so there were these sort of like officials within within the, the church setup. And um, they said, um, God will keep you humble and we will keep you poor. And between us and God, we'll get you into heaven. Um and so it was a very demeaning and dishonoring um, way of relating to to the one who should be bringing that the spiritual blessing. Yeah. And so you know Hebrews is very clear and saying you know honor those who are in authority who serve among you. Mm. Um, and in fact, there's even the place of of, of double honor because yeah. it will it will not go well for you as the people of God, if you are not walking out yeah. in very practical ways, this, this honor. And so, um, you know, to, uh, we're not talking about setting up a throne for goodness sake. You know, I think we've, yeah. we've seen aberrations of this. Yeah, you know, we can, uh, the <coughs> enemy will always try and distort whatever is good. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll do it in, in, Either all extremes, polar extremes, yeah. extremes, yeah, yeah, extremes yeah. you know. Yeah. So there's a place where there's no honor, you know, and there's the trashing of the person, and you talk down, and you know, Sunday lunch is roast, roast preacher, uh, yeah. where there's dishonor in in that way. Uh, the the other extreme is, you know, you make the person who's who's supposed to be serving, no, you make them king, yeah. and you put them on a throne. And you dress them in a white suit, and you give them, you know, some kind of expensive animal shoes, <laughs> and um, you know, you you must bring your 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 weekly or your monthly tribute, you know, and you must literally bow down and kiss their shoes, and and then you will receive a blessing because you're honouring the man of God, and and that is 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 far from the heart of what biblical honor is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
that is, you know, Peter writes and he says to the overseers, the, the shepherds, the elders, he says, don't lord it over them. And that lording it over, it creates a separation, a second class, yeah. you know, believers, ordinary believers are second class citizens, but the, the only the people who are in ministry are really important to God. Yeah. And we don't see that in the scriptures at all. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So again, we get these aberrations of what honor looks like. So it, it's always got to come back to, and I'm pretty sure with each of these podcasts it's what is the holy spirit saying yeah how is he leading us and he will illuminate the scriptures the word yeah and he will cause us to bring our hearts back into alignment because it's about living isn't it yeah you know it's about how do we live a life that pleases the lord in every way and as we love one another serve one another honor one another yeah. uh, that we're, we're doing it as unto the king and he will help us in these things but you know I, I believe every person that listens to this or talk about kingdom of heaven uh, you know it's almost like Lord to so say how do I how do I do how do I do kingdom how do I live kingdom because kingdom brings with it all of God's provision, it brings with it all of God's blessing, it, all the goodness of God comes in there. So how do I, in a sense, step into that, in a sense, how do I, and I think of the scripture in 1 Samuel 2, verse 30, where God says, for those who honor me, I will honor, and those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. That's the that's the way to extract, not in a sense, well, it's not like a, you know, machine, ATM, where you can just come and extract from it. But it's, if you want to access kingdom, and you want to access kingdom, everything that kingdom has, mm. it's about honor. Mm. <laughs> you need, it's about honoring God, but not just honoring God, but it's honoring those and honoring down. And it's, it's the lifestyle of honor. Mm. So that's the lifestyle of kingdom. That's kingdom living. Yeah. And we already said it many times, it's just not just about this one thing. But it, it, God says here, He will despise. If you despise Him, you shall be lightly esteemed. It's mm -hmm. like, it's not important. He doesn't hear yeah. your prayers, you know, mm -hmm. type of thing. You know, so that's that's hard, you know. Yeah. And if there's dishonor, then you don't you don't get the benefits of of the kingdom. Yeah. You know? So um, somebody once said that um, God builds His kingdom on the condition of our hearts. Yes. And it, and it and it's always felt to me as if God's really interested in the in the state of our hearts and the motives of our hearts. Yes. Um, and uh, you know we need to ask the question. You know what is the condition of our hearts? Because honor comes from the heart, love comes yes. from the heart, humility comes from the heart. And Jesus also spoke about this. And um, I, I think that's the that's the beautiful thing for me is that yes, uh, I mean there is there is this this thing about honor's reward, and I love the book. I think it's awesome, and, and I think God rewards honor. Hmm. But what, what's beautiful about it is that if I'm if I'm going to honor God and people because I'm after the benefits of what I, it's it's like a slot machine, like you put a coin in and you and you pull the arm and I'm, I'm gonna get I'm gonna, you know. Yeah, hope you get something good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that's the beautiful thing is that that's not the way it works. So true honor really comes from the heart, and I, I can't place myself in a position. I'm going to fool 
myself or try and fool myself or try and fool the Holy Spirit mm. by by being honorable because I'm actually secretly after the, after the rewards or after the benefits of, the, of this yeah. because that's not true honor. Absolutely. I mean, God looks at the heart. God looks at your heart. Not what the, is the not motive? Not the external appearance, exactly. but yeah. He sees the heart. Yeah. And yet, from the heart, action must flow. Exactly. So th- that's that's the beautiful thing. Yeah. That, that's the beautiful yes. process. So we so we're not saying, well, there's there's nothing to do. No, there is stuff to do. Yeah. So for example, in Proverbs three, verse nine, says, "Honor the Lord." With your wealth yeah. and with the first fruits of all your produce, yeah. then your barns will be filled with plenty. Yeah. Your vats will be bursting with wine. But it starts with true, true genuine honor, honor yeah, the honoring the Lord. Yeah. But it looks like something. Okay, so I'm 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 giving, yielding, releasing. So it's not extracted. Yeah. God is not forcing it out of me. But he's so good and gracious and kind yeah. and merciful and yeah. generous that as I give to him, as I honor him, yeah. boom, there's yeah. a there's a reward that 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 flows. Exactly. But uh, you know we're not we're not giving to get. Yeah, like a formula. Like no. I'm, like I'm going to give a thousand rand and God's going to give me ten thousand. Oh my <laughs> goodness! I just absolutely <laughs> want to push my buttons. Don't do that. No. Yeah. But it's it's like so, God, you worthy. Yeah. Of honor, you're yeah. worthy of it all. That, all of this the, came from you. I'm just yeah. giving back to you what you gave to me. It's kind of like it's, it's all yours. So yeah. It's this heart thing. Yeah. But because you're so kind and generous, as much as we try to be generous, well, we can never be more generous than what He is. Yeah. So the generosity, it's just like it flows, yeah. but it started from the heart, not from a calculated decision. Yeah. All right, let me try and figure out now. Yeah. How am I going to get God to give me more money? You know, like we're scheming, like we're yeah. trying to out-scheme God. And so, and so, so these things happen in, 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 the, in the context of being in a relationship with the Heavenly Father. Boom. But, but, I, but I also what I hear when you talk about honor, it's actually a currency. Think about it. Yeah. Remember when you started, we talked about time. Hmm. Time is a resource. Yeah. My esteem is a resource. Yeah. You know, because it takes something from me to esteem you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or to yeah. value you. Right. So so we talk about things that are actually, talk about value, are all currency stuff. Right. You know, so it, it, it's got, it flows out, you know. So it's something that comes, yeah. it starts here, but then there's an yeah. outward flow. How does, yeah. What does it look like? Yeah. So it actually comes into, in some sort of, and it's not the rent and cent thing necessarily, but it can also be. Can also be. But it's about, uh, there's a currency that you bring. I bring my time. I bring yeah. my esteem. I bring my my value to you. Yeah. You know? I'm reminded of the love languages. Because we show our love in practical ways. Yeah. yeah. You know, so somebody's, um, their, their language is acts of service. Yeah. yeah. Someone, it's words of affirmation. Someone's quality time. You know, so we've got these different components. Yeah. yeah. You know, just physical touch. You know, so all these different things, as we as we express honor, we we in a sense we speak different dialects of honor. Yeah. yeah. As we um, honor the Lord, primarily, 
and then we honor one another. You know, we, we're coming to a close, and I realize that, man, we've touched <laughs> <laughs> the, the tip of the iceberg, so to speak. Uh, and I realize that, you know, it's not, you know, we're not going to go through everything, you know, to, what does it look like to honor your wife? What does it look like to honor your children? What does it look like, you know, to honor government? What does it look like to honor leaders and, 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 and those out there? You know, so it's, you know, and I... It's almost like you need another two hours to do this, but maybe just some closing thoughts from your side on uh, on honor and something that you really want to leave behind for everyone that's listening and, and viewing this. Yeah. So um, we're talking about um, expressions of honor that needs to look like something. And I'm, and I'm asking myself the question, um, I, I want the church to to really look different, um, you know, to the world. I want people to look at the at the church, you know, look at and just be able to see God's kingdom as mm. as the as the church can and should and must be an expression, a kingdom expression. And in 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 a, in a society, and I'm, I can only speak about South Africa now, but 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 in a society where uh, for the most part, people, uh, it's it's okay to be dishonorable, you know. It's almost the culture, it's the norm. Yeah, it's um, acceptable to be dishonorable. Um, you know, it's, it's just the way we live. But what if people started asking the question, but what does honor look like? Hmm. Where will they turn to, to see an example of what honor looks like? And for me, I think people should should be able to turn to look at the church and say but 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 when I look at the church there's honor they honor each other but they also honor us and they and they honor God and they honor leadership so if you want to see a definition of what honor looks like in real time where should people turn to and I and I would like people to be able to look to a church even if it's just a local church or or the church as 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 a as a, as a, as a bigger body, um, but may it never be so that that if people think about the church, they think about how dishonorable we are towards people and towards. Me. So so that's that's where where, where where my heart's at, where my thoughts are. You know, also being being in in leadership in a local church is the saying, God. When people look at Cross Culture City Church, um, will they see an example? Of what an expression of honor looks like, mm. and I'm talking about those who are not part of the church, those who might be unbelievers, those who might have gotten hurt in church, they might be despondent, they might have left church and say, "I don't want to be part of church anymore." But all of a sudden, they they they're asking the question, "But what does honor look like? What was it? What does it look like to be honorable towards each other?" Mm. May they look at the church and see the example with us. Sure, that'd be awesome. Amen. <laughs> Brilliant. I agree. Any closing thoughts from you, John? What he said. <laughs> Amen. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. You know, whatever we see the world doing, let's be the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's be the light in the darkness. Yeah. yeah. And there's just tides and the waves of dishonor and 
anarchy and breaking down instead of building up. I yeah. think honor builds up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think that that is a, it's an enormous building block in the mm. kingdom of heaven. Yeah. Is we we honor those we are coming into contact with. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't matter if we con coming into contact with them on an everyday basis or once in a while or only once ever. But did that encounter, did it have a fingerprint of honor yeah. on that encounter? Yeah. And uh, we will shift and change things enormously yeah. if we have this understanding, this, this value for honor in, in our lives and the way we, we live and express our lives. Yeah. And of course, ultimately, Honor the Lord. Mm. Amen. Yeah. He is the one. That's it. Yeah. We bring him honor and glory mm. forever Amen. and ever. And it's it's out of honor for him that we live this way here on earth. Mm. But ultimately, the bullseye, it's honor the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah, this was awesome, and thank you for joining us today, and thank you for your input, John, and covers mm. for you again. And thank you. Thank you for joining us today, and thank you for uh, tuning in. Whether you're watching this or listening to this, know this, that this is not the full expression of what honor is all about. There's so much material written on this, and I can really recommend John Bevere's book, and there's other... Uh, material on this obviously the word i mean you just google honor uh, in in the word of god and you'll find so many examples of it so mm. it's critical that this is really a taste uh, a sense and, and really just to get you to think about honor so that you can go speak to holy spirit say holy spirit tell me where i'm missing it holy spirit show me where i'm dishonorable to my wife, to my husband, to my children, yeah. to my boss, to the to government, to authority, to church leaders, or whatever it may be, whether the person in the street or the, the waiter, the whoever serves you, where am I living in a dishonorable way? And you'll be surprised when Holy Spirit actually reveals this to you. And so I challenge you today, go and ask Holy Spirit this question, where am I dishonorable? But then you must be ready for a proper answer so thank you for joining us thank you for tuning in thank you for being part of this journey go and look at our previous or listen to our previous podcast and there's more to come god bless you have an awesome day thank you john and Quibus. thank uh, you awesome to have you today pleasure yes. amen